1: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast.
0: So excited for this week's episode. We have Dr. Cheyenne Bryant coming on. She's a renowned life coach with a master's degree in marriage, family, and child therapy. Uh, She's a psychology expert and a teen mom life coach. She's on the show Teen Mom Family Reunion, which is on every Tuesday. Uh, How are you?
2: I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. I'm doing really good. I had a really good morning. I've had a few breakthroughs and that always, uh, Mm. always cathartic for me. What's
0: the best breakthrough that you get to witness?
2: Oh gosh. Um, It's well, so many different Mm -hmm. ones. Um, It's more of when I see their resistance, dissipate, demise, or I'm breaking through the resistance of an awareness that was stopping them from getting from where they are to where they want to be. Mm-hmm. That means that now it's green light for them to run all the plays necessary to reach that goal, whatever that goal is. Mm-hmm. Because resistance is something um, that keeps, it's the only thing that keeps us from where we want to be. Sure. Um, when I say where we want to be, it's not always a physical transition of location. It could be an emotional or it can be demising of distorted thinking. It can be just a peace of mind, right? Whatever that looks like is the resistance that is allowing you to be in your own way. So when mm-hmm. I see my clients get out of their own way and get past their own resistance, for me, I'm going, oh my God, because that's where the magic happens, right? So manifestation happens at the point of agreement and you can't have agreement if you have resistance. Mm-hmm like that. So then you're not manifesting anything. because You're not in agreement with yourself. There's resistance. And then you're always feeling this internal struggle. You're feeling in the gray and you feel stuck. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, there's no worse feeling than being stuck and seeking the answer, but they can't coexist. Right. So stuck is the problem and the problem and the answer cannot coexist. There are two different spaces and you have to choose which one you you, want to be in Well, all of us are choosing answer, sure, but we're disconnected if we're choosing and seeking answer and we're stuck in what? Problem mindset, problem behavior, Mm -hmm. and problem thoughts.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: You can't get here
0: from here. Do you also think too, there's a piece of acceptance, like you have to have, like for me, a lot of the struggles that I've gone through, it's when I accepted what it, what happened, or where where I'm at? That's when I can have the action, I guess. Right? So acceptance, but before actions, you have to have exception, acceptance.
2: Hundred percent accepting. So yeah. So the the should I say the, uh, the process? If we have to go into you know steps, it goes the awareness. Right? Oh, mm-hmm. I have a problem. Something's not right. Right? Identifying that. Mm-hmm. Acceptance, which is what you said. Mm -hmm. Huge, huge, huge step into what the the resolution. Acceptance, which is surrendering. I accept this is what it is. I surrender to it. Doesn't mean I'm okay with staying here. But the reality is, you know, I'm I'm a 32-year-old woman, divorced, and I don't want to start over. Mm -hmm. But that's the reality of it. Mm -hmm. That's the reality of it. I accept it. I surrender to it. And then once acceptance and surrendering takes place, guess what you have now? Got your power back.
0: Yeah, I think that's a huge piece. You mentioned the divorce, too. And I we talked about this on um, my Monday podcast where when I got divorced, there was so much anger. And it's almost like when I accepted the reality that I didn't want, then I was able that anger. Sure. I mean, underneath it was all sadness. Right. But I was able to have a new light and just go i i can't do anything about what happened or how much i had to pay or whatever it it was i have to just now it's i have to make a choice i'm either going to just stay angry or okay this is what it is now and let's try and find some light somewhere else
2: that's the power of acceptance yeah i surrendering Mm -hmm. is exactly what you said this is where i'm at i have to Visually see the optics of it. I can't have a disconnect between perception and reality. However, <clears throat> accepting your reality is accepting what you see. I want people to be clear on this. It's accepting what you see, it's not accepting what it is. I want to say it one more time. Acceptance and surrendering is accepting and surrendering to what you see, not what it is. We are not here to um, be a victim to our reality we are here to create our reality mm-hmm. and you can't create your reality by allowing what you see to become what your reality is
0: it's just so hard though and i remember it's 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 a uh, it's tricky cuz when i get dms and people say i just feel like i'm just still like it's, i just it's so hard and it's like that first year post divorce is the most sticky situation with all the feelings and then you feel stuck and you feel sad and you feel angry. And it's like, will I ever see the light again? Will I ever like, will I ever accept this? And, and I have such a hard time when people ask like how I got through it. It's like, it's, you just, I don't, I don't even have the right answer. Like you obviously will have the answer, but it's, you know, there's things that I I did to kind of get on the other side. But again, I think it all goes back to the acceptance, but it's some people are like, well, how do I accept it? Like, how do I do that?
2: Yeah. And I love that question because I always say, you know, and I know all experts are giving their best sure. and they have the, the best intent for the information they're putting out, but I get very frustrated. Um, you know, now that I'm an expert and, and before, even when I wasn't, when I hear people tell me these tools and these tips of what to do and I'm going, but how do I take the hammer you're telling me to use to build a house? I don't know how to build a house. Mm-hmm. So you've got wood and you got a hammer. What do I do with this stuff? Right. Right. I'm going to sit here and just look at it. I don't know what to do. And so I love that question of how do you do it? Um, It is exactly not just looking at the optics of your reality and saying, I accept it, but sitting with self and taking a how do I feel inventory and accepting how you feel. I feel like a failure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Let me identify it. Okay. Got it. I feel completely heartbroken. Identify with that. I feel lost. Mm-hmm. My whole world is shattered. Oh yeah, my heart is broken. That too, and I don't feel like having to freaking start my whole world over again. That too. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in dating because mm-hmm. I'm drained and exhausted. That too. So all of that stuff, which is your stuff, the way that you start to dissipate it, the emotions you don't want to feel, is not to suppress them right? And it's not to resist them because as you know, what we resist persists as we suppress that thing fights to come up more, not to bug you because it wants to externalize you from internalizing it because suppression breeds depression and internalizing does nothing but bubble up and you feel worse because it's trying to come out. Mm -hmm. So you said, this is how I feel. And it's best to write down a how I feel inventory and then start to map out, okay, well, how do I want to feel if I don't like the way I feel? Mm -hmm. And as you write down the other side of the paper, how I want to feel goes back to what I said, how I feel, problem, problem, problem. I don't like it. It doesn't serve me. Uh, Because I've called off a wedding and engagement and I totally, totally empathize with you on feeling just all these mixed emotions. And some days you're good and some days you're absolutely spiraling, Mm -hmm. okay? And then on the right side of the paper, we're going to write the, Solution narrative, Mm -hmm. right? And you can't be in both. So, the days that you are in the problem narrative, which is how you feel that you don't want to feel, go to your solution narrative and say, What emotion can I generate? Mm -hmm. What emotion can I pull up right now? Can I read a book to get that emotion? Can I go for a walk? Can I read? Can I go have a glass of wine with my girlfriend? Can I lay poolside? I don't, if I can, I sit for 30 minutes and meditate to get into the resolution right Mm -hmm. space of energy and you start to swap out as you get into the 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 solution narrative guess what happens you naturally start to emotionally regulate what you don't want to feel right and that's the that's how you positively manipulate your emotions right yeah i like that a lot
0: I feel like I'm hoping that this is well actually I don't want everyone feeling this either, but the start of a year for me is tough work-wise, because I feel like I'm I'm I feel like I'm on a bike and it's not going anywhere. Like literally <laughs> it's I'm on my stationary freebie bike. Like it's I'm I am hustling so bad and it's just staying put. And because it's like, I don't know when this is going to go or when that's going to go. And then when stuff is uh, stagnant and not progressing, I start to go, well, then what's my purpose? What am I am I really doing the right thing? And I don't know. I just like I don't know if that's something that happens just in the beginning of a year with work and you're questioning things or if that's just maybe the the season that I'm in. I feel like sometimes I do that like every eight months. I kind of question like, oh, God, what am I doing? Or What's my purpose? Or is this is this all for something? And and but right now it's like, you know, heading towards march it's like trying to shift the energy to go just keep going when it's just like you're just tired from staying stuck and staying stationary
2: yeah I love that too because i always say a couple of things about that we have to learn our seasons my season's not your season mm-hmm. nor do i want it to be Um, I, this is why I don't like new year's resolutions. I support them. If I have any clients that want to do them, I support them. I'll draw out a plan for them and help them. I'm not a fan of it because January, if that's not my season, then I'm planting seeds. And if they don't harvest, then I become doubtful and and disempowered, right. And Mm -hmm. discouraged. What if may, June, July is my season. Mm. What if that's when my harvest comes? And so I have to learn when is my season one, two, I have to learn, what do I plant? What seed do I plant? And in what soil do I plant it in to maximize my harvest? What season am I planting it in to maximize my harvest? Mm-hmm. Who am I planting it with to maximize my harvest? There's a lot of moving parts that take place for the sake of measuring when is your season, How do you get the most maximum result of what season or what your harvest will look like? And then the other thing is there are some seasons where stillness is part of your planting. Mm -hmm. And so there's purpose in stillness. And so like for you, if Jan Fab is this really still feeling of you described it as being stagnant, well, what if January, February isn't your action, action, action season? What if that's your meditative season? What if that is your stillness season? What if that is your recharge season? Right? What if that season is for you to figure out what has bloomed and what is harvest for you to celebrate, to celebrate mm-hmm. your harvest, mm-hmm. and then maybe in March and April get back to to, to planting.
0: Okay, that makes right? me feel better. So I love that.
2: Stillness, A lot of purpose in stillness. And, and the reason why a lot of people's manifestation moves so slow is because when they are supposed to be being still for the sake of retrieving what the next steps would be or look like, they're resisting the stillness to become more action based when you have to there's a there's a seed planting season and there's a harvest planting season not to go biblical the bible even talks about that and we have to know when that is for us because right. i can't look over at you and go harvest for her no harvest for me i don't know when you planted that anyways i don't even know the, the magnitude of what you planted
0: right yeah no i love that I, that's that makes me feel better yeah i love i love the the seasons and i've never been one on Resolutions. I, I read a book a long time ago called The Happiness Project, where it was basically once a month do something that's, you know, a, a goal for that month. And I've kind of liked that, but I usually end up falling off of it. Like, mm, like oh, shoot, I forgot. But I think it's just being mindful of, okay, yeah, the season. And I, I really love that a lot. Can you tell us a little bit about your book, Mental Detox? I'm just curious because it's, I feel like we could all use a little mental because we do gut detoxes. So <laughs> what's the what's the mental detox?
2: Yeah, Mental Detox is um, my first book I wrote way back in 2014, and people seem to still love it and even love it more now. It's still selling like hotcakes, which is Good. more impressive, not for the sales, but for the fact that that tells me the book is extremely impactful mm-hmm. and it's changing lives. Um, it consists of uh, giving tips and tools and many examples of how you detox uh, your entire life by using the garden metaphor uh, that as, as your, your, your mind and, and your, your mental is your garden and your mind, like a garden, um, you know, if, go, if it goes unattended, you attract rose and weeds. And so ro- rodents and weeds. And so you can't not attend to it and think that it will just flourish on its own. Mm-hmm. It takes work. And so it also explains what that work looks like. Right. And it looks like your garden needs to take, have an inventory, Right. Uh, before there's seasons. There's an inventory season where we're talking about seasons where you take inventory of your garden. Sure. Garden being the people, the places, the things, the circumstance, the thoughts, the actions, the behaviors, all the stuff that you are involved in and and look at it and say, how is it serving me? If it's not serving you, plow out. Okay. If it's serving you, leave and nurture. And the things you plow out, rid of with no guilt because you're not doing it from a bad or or a negative intentional space. You're doing it from a place of it serving you. And when things serve you, guess what? you can better serve other people. Mm-hmm. And then you start to take inventory of, well, what harvests do I want in my garden, right? What do I want my garden to look like? And of course, we're not talking about vegetables and trees and fruits. We're talking about, um, you know, the goals. These seeds are your goals. These seeds are how you want to show up in 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 in, in wor- how you show, how would you be proud if you showed up in that in that type of person, that type of character. So you're planting character seeds. You're planting, you know, maybe for you, it's dating seeds. Maybe for you, it's healing myself seeds. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. What does my next marriage look like when I get there? Mm-hmm. Hey, don't wait to want it to plant it. Let's start planting those seeds now so that you won't have to be in your be still season, hoping for a harvest because you planted too late. And so mental detox is all about detoxing your garden, i.e. your mind of all the stuff that does not serve you, but taking inventory of what that is. And then planting all the stuff that does serve you, nurturing it, watering it, and being patient to understand that it will bloom in its season, not when you want it to, but in its season. So I tell everyone that you should be doing two things as a lifestyle, and it will help you with being patient in the stillness seasons or in the seasons when there isn't always a harvest. So you should be either planting or receiving a harvest. Planting or receiving a harvest. How do you make sure you're receiving a harvest every day? Well, for those who don't have harvest now because you haven't been planting anything, mm-hmm. that's okay. Right. You start to right. plant seeds every day, all day. Right. And before you know it, when you wake up, you'll be you'll be an autopilot of I'm planting this today. But then when you shift to the right, you see a harvest of which you planted six months ago or a year ago. So your job is to do two things, plant and receive. Plant and receive. Mm -hmm. And that ultimately results in your very one job, which is to be happy. Because when you're happy, your receiving vessels are wide open. Sure. And so you need things to be wide open for you to receive. And so the idea is not to shut down because of a divorce, because of a heartbreak, because of a firing, a layoff of a job, or because of a bad decision. Because when you shut down your garden, nothing gets in, nothing gets out, including yourself. Mm -hmm. And so you become an island.
0: Yeah. And that's not- and nobody
2: wants to be that. No,
0: yeah. no one honestly wants to visit that island
2: Come as on. a fr-
0: not that kind of island when you're alone. You know what I mean? Mm-mm.
2: A deserted island with with no lodging, no harvest, no food. Yeah, nothing to. Do. No one pays for a flight to go visit that island. No, hundred percent correct.
0: Unless you just need like one day away from the kids in a quiet peaceful (laughs) besides that but you are the life coach on the teen mom uh, family reunion show is it well a has that been fulfilling in a way where you get to impact even more people because obviously your work just like when you come on podcast like your your words spread to thousands and hundreds hundreds of thousands of people and has that been rewarding for you to kind of see that impact that you make
2: Absolutely, hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. Before doing the show, just being in like my doctorate program, um, I remember like my professor asking, even my master's program, "Hey, who's going to get licensed? You know, raise your hand." Everyone raise their hand. Except me. And the professor said, well, "Why are you going through twelve years of schooling to not get licensed? Would you just gonna hang this, you know, diploma on your wall?" I said, "Well, yeah, hang it on my wall in my office. I didn't have an office back then yet, but I manifested it, as you can see behind me, hanging on my wall in my office." <laughs> However. I also um, not only want to be in private practice, but I, you know, I said, I said, I want to have a platform and I don't know how God's going to, you know, how he's going to construct it, but I'm have a platform where I'm able to change lives. I'm able yeah. to heal people um, at a bigger capacity by the, by the millions. And it will be, you know, global, not for the sake of ego, but for the sake of I was a little girl and I had to figure out how to get through abandonment, how to get through adversity. And when I got to a place of taking my broken pieces and making peace from it, I thought, no, no, no. I'm not the only one that can do this. I'm Mm -hmm. not the only one who um, is allowed to do this. And it's a human right that everyone has mental health and a peace of mind. Mm -hmm. And give me the platform and I will spread those. I will give those tools and I will make sure that I'm giving everything that I use within myself and giving everything that I am so that people can have that peace. And mm-hmm. I, for me, I call it God's peace and everyone can call it whatever they want. Peace is peace. And it's just a space that I've arrived to that um, it has no currency. It is priceless. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it is everything that I've seen in my 17 years of being in the mental health field uh, everyone that I run into, whether they're in, on the couch in session with me or just having conversation, we all have that one thing in common: sure. we want to we want to be at peace and we want to be happy, and it takes work. And so for me, being on the show. Not just seeing the team moms and dads have breakthroughs and use the tools that it be extremely effective and then go through life's roller coasters, but learn how to be more balanced and regulate themselves through the roller coasters of what life is going to do to everybody. Sure. And then learning how not to personalize it. Also hearing folks around the world say, I see myself in this person. I see myself in Jade. I see myself in Macy. I see myself in Kaya and the tools you gave them I've used and it's changed my life my marriage is better my relationship with my son or daughter um has taken more of a positive momentum those things for me are again they're cathartic they're life changing and they remind me every day of why I'm in my purpose mm-hmm. right and, and why um what I do is my real paycheck it's my real currency it's it's my real value and so yeah I, it is absolutely um it's very rewarding to be able to and i think the biggest thing we all can have i think and i believe what legacy is is the impact in lives that we change more than the that we make of ourselves
0: yeah that's that's so true I'm curious too, like with everything that you do, all the people that you help, is there something where you just kind of beat your head and go, oh "God, just like, I wish that like they, people could see this. Or I think I wish like where it gets frustrating for you.
2: Mm not so much frustrating, but the, the the more, you know, the, I wish they can get this and see this. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it happens often in session when I'm seeing the bigness, I'm seeing the beauty, I'm seeing the, the awesomeness of, you know, my client in session who is just not quite there yet. They just don't see the bigger picture. They don't see you know the bigness of themselves, the bigness of 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 their God, the bigness of their source, the bigness of whatever they believe in. That's when I'm, and, and then when I see them right at edge of breakthrough, right at edge of of that turning point, it's like I become this mama bear that wants to take it and turn it for them. Yeah. And that's when I'm more like, sit on your hands, breathe, yeah. patience. You know, it has it has to be a process. It it has to be. In a perfect timely matter, and that's why it takes an expert to be able to do what I do and other coaches and therapists do who really is seasoned to where they don't cause more impairments by moving too fast mm-hmm. or probing too much or poking in ways that will cause impairment to know how to pace. Right. Because, you know, a, a seasoned or even a good beginner therapist or coach, we see it before you see it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's why we're able to guide you to where it is. Yeah,
0: that's the key word right there. Because it's like, oh, my gosh, the amount of times my therapist was like, okay, well, if, you know, I'm doing the card, She's like, you're here. So how do we get here? You know, and it's like now looking at it, I'm like, oh, my God, she was trying to guide me, you know, she was trying so hard. But it's like, y'all could tell us whatever you want until you're blue in the face. We have to get to a place where we sit there and go, I'm done and you you've helped guide but you you didn't tell us what to do right because everyone's always telling us what to do and how to act and how to be and it's like you guys are just a, a safe place and a, truly a guide to to lead us and lead us and sh- show us what's right and what you know where we sh- we you know what we should deserve and what we do deserve.
2: Yeah, 100% and because of what you said Words don't teach, experience does. Mm-hmm. So, the reason why we guide and not tell is because we can tell you all we want if you don't get the experience. Right. Because words don't teach, experience does. And so, we have to create, you know, or at least I do, I create an experience in the session, um, an emotional experience, a meditative experience, so that that person can feel, mm-hmm. i.e., experience. The shift, the breakthrough and go, oh, my God, that's what it is. That's where it stems from. Oh, I got chills. Oh, I just felt that. That's the experience moment. That's the life changing moment right there versus mm-hmm. it being a lecture. Of, well, this is how you do it. And you take the hammer and you, <clears throat> you bang on the nails and you put one brick at a time. And this is you lay the cement you're You're learning something, but you're not getting the experience and experience
0: teaches well, and you might not be ready for it either. Like there was you know, for however many years I wasn't ready to 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 grab the hammer, grab the nail, grab the wood. I just I just wasn't ready. And I think you have to get to a place where you're also ready too, and you'll and you'll know. I think that's something too, where someone asked me like, "Well, how do you know? I'm like, I promise you I asked the same thing for seven years. You will know. there will be a point when it's like no matter. You don't need your friends to tell you what to do or your therapist what to do. You will actually have the answer and know what to do, and that 100%. moment is the most powerful moment that you'll have. And now you just have to be strong enough to listen to that and and move.
2: Yep, One and way continue or the other. to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Keep listening to that, and the more you listen to your inner self, it's like a muscle. Well, I think the it's more- so
0: hard because you so. I've always like, I doubt that I'm like, well, well, maybe that's just because I'm emotional or I'm on my period or I don't know, like it's like you or this person said this. But so it's like you you have so many outside voices. And that's something that I've learned nearing 40 is like limiting the people that get to have a say or get to come into like my brain and thoughts and or even want their opinion because it's like it's my life. I get to make the shots. I get to call the shots. Now, I might ask. I think it's important to have friends that, you know, share their their thoughts. But also, I think it can be very harmful, too, to have too many opinions because then you lose sight of what you feel.
2: 100%. Drowning out the outside chatter is the number one, you know, thing that strengthens your inside or inner voice because the inner voice is not a chatter. It's your guiding system, it's your voice. And when you are having outside chatter be louder than your inner voice, Mm -hmm. well, you're going to hearken to the voice that's louder. And so, again, knowing how much you're sharing and to who you're sharing it with, and trusting what comes up in you as you, you know, dim or turn down the volume of the other voices the volume in you has always been turned up. You're just now able to actually hear it Mm -hmm. because you're not distracted by the things that don't know you. They don't know you as well as your sense of self and your inner voice knows you. They never will. That's the beauty of it because then we have our power. It's in us. Right. Mm. And we're
0: going to tap into that and we might find it in different seasons to circle that back around. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. You will find it. Uh, um, Dr. Bryant, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, watch new episodes of Teen Mom Family Reunion every Tuesday on MTV at 8 p.m. Uh, where also can our listeners find you and and just follow along?
2: Yeah, totally. Uh, at drbryant.co, and that's drbryant.co, not dot .com. <laughs> and on social media, I am underscore Dr. Bryant. And you can Google Dr. Cheyenne Bryant. I come up number one on Google with my book, Mental Detox. Uh, yeah, Coach B, Teen Mom all those things you can put in google and my website shows up my contact information's there and you can contact me from my website you can book sessions through my website and you can obviously tune in to team mom every two well our season just ended but every tuesday next season um, if we get a season three which you know fingers crossed yeah manifest manifest manifesting that Um, And so, yeah, but there's definitely ways to contact me, drbryant.co and Instagram, underscore Dr. Bryant.
0: And one last thing, if there's something that you could say to anyone that is just truly stuck in this moment, what's one thing that can maybe shed a little light? Meditate. There you go.
2: Meditate every day, 10 minutes minimum. And whatever comes up, trust it and listen to it. Trust yourself and trust the process um, you already know what you want. You already know where you want to go. As soon as you uh, completely dissipate the outside chatter, you'll be able to hear exactly what you want and you your happy is in you. Mm-hmm. And so as you allow you to come up and you build a relationship with yourself, then you will be in your happy. And lastly, we are so um, caught up in building relationships with other people. And don't get me wrong, wrong relationships are your your vessel to business your vessel to connection however the most important relationship you ever you will ever have is that relationship with yourself and you can't build it until you actually put in the work and the investment in getting to know you listening to you trusting you and really believing in the connection within yourself and that's where you will build this this self nest that would demise the codependency of having to always find someone else's nest to nest in. Yeah. And it's a, it's a very powerful place when you nest in you.
0: Yes. Nesting. I love that. Well, you're the best. Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. This, a lot of people are going to take a lot from this. So thank you.
2: Thank you for having me and great information, great questions. And thank you for having a platform where people can actually tune into Get tools, get information, and get gems that'll hopefully change your life. Heck yeah, girl. Appreciate you. Got it. All right. Bye, honey. See ya.
0: Hey,
1: guys. Back at the playground again, huh?
2: Yep.
0: You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah.